the antidote is sitting down in the rain with Josh from Household. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm excited about this. So tell me what you do in the band and who the rest of the band members are. Yeah, uh, I sing in the band. We're a five-piece, and we have two guitarists, Nathaniel and Abby, who are actually my cousins, and then we have a bass player, Josh Check, and our drummer, Matt Anthony. It's a pseudo-family band. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, yeah, three-ish family members, but yeah, we enjoy it. Okay, I want to take it back quite a ways. Test your memory here. What was the first meeting like when you decided to form Household? Or was it that formal? It was definitely a process. Um, we started thinking about the band maybe eight years ago. We were in high school. Um, me and Nathaniel and Abby knew we were going to start something. And um, we kind of decided, like, yeah, we were going to go for it. And then we, we sort of found our members slowly. But I do remember the first time we were ever in a room as five of us as a band and we all just kind of stared at each other and we're like this is it <laughs> we're doing it it's just a fun little memory i guess and that was how long ago that was like july of 2013 so three years ago a lot of miles on the van since that point <laughs> yeah yep we uh we bought a new van just like two years ago probably put up hundred thousand miles all together on it yep that's a lot <laughs> You were telling me just prior to this interview starting that you had spent some time in Calgary. What were you doing out there? Uh, I lived there in high school. My my dad took a job up there as a pastor, so I was there for three years, just right outside Calgary in a town called Strathmore. Was this downtown Strathmore or suburban Strathmore? Uh, Strathmore is one mile by one mile city, so I don't think there's really either of those. <laughs> it was just a neighborhood, really. I was just doing that to torment you. Okay. The band members themselves, was everybody coming from the same direction? Basically, it's punk. Uh -huh. But were you all coming from that punk background? Not at all, actually. Um, me, Nathaniel, and Abby grew up listening to some of those punk bands, like Children 18.3 was a big band for us as we were young, impressionable kids listening to punk music. But um, no, I mean, Matt never listened to, to heavy stuff prior to joining the band, like maybe a couple bands, but he was mostly into more so like indie rock or alternative or just other stuff. And, and Josh, um, Josh Check listened to, he listened to lots of stuff, but I wouldn't say even now we're all on the same page musically. Um, we all have different influences and we kind of just settled on whatever weird shop genre we are, you know? <laughs> Doesn't it ever create strife though, if you're not all coming from the same direction? Oh yeah, definitely. We're trying to write our next record right now and again changing because you know you've heard our first record compared to the record we just released it's vastly different we're changing again and it's always a guessing game as far as what we're writing because who knows what people are going to think of it what direction can we go we sort of pulled off two different sounds can we pull off a third i don't know we'll see, we'll see how it goes i was surprised to find how big a change there was between household's 2014 release with or without in last year's time spent for you vocally because Josh you drop most of the screams and you switch to a more melodic style yeah I actually have permanent vocal damage so the change wasn't at all voluntary at first it was I literally can't scream like I used to and um, we kind of had a meeting one of the desperate meetings where we're like what are we gonna do is someone else gonna scream should we find someone from outside the band should Nathaniel do it you know how are we gonna do this and we kind of just all decided 
We wanted to keep our positions the way they were, whatever that meant stylistically. So we just adjusted and I kind of, I've coined this phrase like preventative yelling, you know. I'm still not doing it healthy, but it's at least preventing further damage. And so it's kind of this weird hybrid where it is right now of, of sort of supported yelling and screaming, singing, you know. I'm not sure if a lot of people are really aware that, yeah, you can do a scream without vocal damage, but that's a real learning curve. Yeah. The more I learn about it, I feel like our voices aren't meant to yell like hardcore vocalists yell. Um, of course, there are metal vocalists, I think, that kind of use that more girthier or fry sounds, and they use like proper technique, and they can really... Um, uh, carve the sound out with you know positioning of the mic and just like proper breathing techniques but when it comes to hardcore vocalists it seems to be more about passion and just yelling until your voice breaks which is what I did <laughs> just it's not good for you you know and eventually there are cases where people virtually do lose their voice I think way back to audio adrenaline and their vocalist his voice just kept deteriorating and deteriorating till he can speak but singing wise it's almost impossible yeah, and that's the worry. Um, I'm still amazed that after all the trauma that my voice has seen, I still am able to, you know, sing and play sets and do interviews, you know. Um, I don't know if my voice is different than his or from other vocalists, but yeah, even with vocal damage, I'm able to continue, and that's, that's crazy. It's awesome. Let's get back to the music. Okay, so they threw you out of Calgary. You had to move to Minnesota. It was the only state that was going to take you. You share a lot about Minnesota in your music. What is it that means so much about Minnesota to you? Uh, I love that you noticed that. I think what makes Minnesota so special to our band is the music scene. That is not only a cool music scene of, of good bands and fun, fun musicians and good friends, but it's just they welcomed us when we really had no idea what we were doing. Um, yeah, that, there was one song on our record called 828, which is the house number for um, the house that we had there. We would have house shows often. And I just remember thinking that I didn't really deserve the welcoming that we saw. Um, there are just so many, so many kids there that I feel like without even trying, they just they welcomed us into this music scene and we were adopted into this family of just amazing musicians and friends and yeah, I think that'll always be like a special place to us because this this community, this fellowship and connection that I don't think exists in a lot of places that we've been, you know, it's, it's something special. Well, you brought up the point about doing shows, doing a house show versus coming here to say playing audio feed. Got to be a huge difference in the dynamics of how you present the band. Yeah, it's definitely different and I'm used to the the house show thing. I mean, the show we played last night, super fun, but we hardly play shows like that, you know. We're hardly on a stage even at all. So that feels a little more, I don't know if awkward's the right word, but it feels, I feel more out of place on a stage like that. The DIY house show style venue is, is much more comfortable for us. It's eye level with people and you're just right there next to everyone and that, that feels really good for us, at least it has up until this point, you know. Something too, Household's been getting a lot of media attention, really since your first album. Have you ever found that to be a surprise? Or what do you think it is? Why are you getting so much attention? 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely don't know why. I didn't notice at first, but a lot of what makes our band uh, fun, and I think what maybe is different about our band, or I, I don't, I don't know exactly how to word all this, but um, we do love just hanging out with people and connecting. And it's not even like a, a strategy or anything, but we just get to a venue and we just like start talking to people. And um, so I think it's not anything like, oh man, their music or their performance or any of that. I think we just really enjoy making connections with people and, and having actual relationships. And I think that's really been helpful, even even though we weren't necessarily planning on that as far as like growing our, our band through connections. But like... There's just a lot of people that we've kind of, that I would say are friends that also are part of like PR or media outlets and websites that have really helped us just through, through friendship. Something interesting I pick up from your music is how Household describes the trials you've experienced, but you take it a step further and you actually try to offer solutions I find in your music. That's different from the norm. Yeah, there are a lot of bands talking about difficulties and hardship and of, of course life is full of those things it's not like a rule or out of obligation I feel like we have to find resolve and there are songs where they maybe don't come to conclusion or like offer um, ways to fix maybe that hardship or difficulty but gosh if, if we're not talking about experiences where things have been healed where perseverance has like made its way through like um, course there's a time to just focus on the trials and I would say some of our music is kind of living in that and just uh, maybe some of our newer music even it kind of lives in the sadness or lives in the, the hardship but part of my soul wants to finish and, and give an answer to some of that that darkness and I think there's like a fulfilling a meaningfulness in doing that. What about those trials and struggles? You think it's important for people to experience that? Yeah not even that people should experience it. I think most people do. I mean, you know, all people experience hardship and difficulties in their own ways. And that's the beauty of music and, and lyrics and words and poetry is you can express yourself and you can express those difficulties you've experienced. And something about the music allows others to relate with you. And that's when, if I can find some sort of redemption or healing or answer or hope in any way, if I genuinely have experienced that, how great is it that I can share that in the music and that we can share that? And there can be not only this, someone can relate to the, the hardship and the trials, but they can also relate to like the redemption and the, the hope. It's not just a sad song, it's not just a sorrowful song, but it's, there's actually hope and I do believe that, so I think it's valuable to have that in some of our music, you know? What? You're not going to drop music and just get into teaching then. <laughs> it sounds so. like you are teaching. <laughs> Man, that's funny because I don't ever view it as like, you know, this is us teaching. But I do think, especially time spent, a lot of the songs are written in this idea of what is like a topic that we've gone through and can we summarize what we've been through and kind of the conclusions that we've came out of it with. And I don't think a lot of bands write that way. It's kind of diplomatic and it's very strategized. But... It was almost just like a one-time thing, like for time spent. There was the ideas we wanted to share. And I, I was very pointed with just like, this is something that is a thing or that I've gone through. And this is just like my retrospect feelings on it, you know?
Well, since we're here speaking at audio feed, it's in the pouring rain today. Yep. <laughs> and we're hoping it's going to lighten up. Talk about your live shows. How insane is it? <laughs> well, if you're at the set last night, it was definitely more insane than I was expecting. That was, I would say that was probably our craziest show. So many things happened that I didn't know were going to happen. People shaving their heads and lifting up our bass player as he plays guitar and people crowd surfing in a barrel. Like, <laughs> I did not expect any of those things. Even last year, it got pretty nuts, but mostly just stage diving. This was like quirky and uh, just funny. Funny stuff was happening. Um, that's not every show for us, of course, but it was definitely a special one last night. And you guys run with a pretty heavy schedule. You've had a lot of dates this year, and I understand you got a West Coast tour coming up too. Yeah, we like to keep busy. When we moved to Minneapolis, we basically surrendered all of our other obligations and we just committed to the band. So we spent the first year there and then since then have tried to do basically full-time touring. So this year's actually been a little slower than it was last year, but for the most part, trying to fill up the calendar with as many dates as we can. Since we're going to make you now an honorary Canadian citizen because you spent three years in Calgary, ever going to do any dates in Canada? Um... Yes, actually, we've played Canada quite a few times, actually. We've played Toronto twice. Oh, and I missed it. How could I do that? Yeah, we played, uh, we played there with a band called The Obsessives just in February. And we played there, we played Toronto, and then I think it was called Bremerton? Brampton. Brampton, sorry, yeah, just a little bit west of, of Toronto. We played there. Um, and we did a Calgary date for my, my friends, like, maybe two years ago. So I love Canada. It's so, it's awesome. You never want to play Brampton. Just a word of warning and sorry to anybody from Brampton listening. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely a different type of show, but it was fun. I guess we've pretty well got to close this thing up, but I want you to do me a favor and actually choose the closing song for tonight's show. You could end with uh, I've Been Places. And how come? That one just felt special for us. We actually kind of premiered that last year at Audio Feed the first time the single was out. And uh, we actually wrote that song first, like years before Time Spent came out, just as like a punk song for fun. And it kind of translated into this, this close song about prioritizing relationships and, and things in life that really matter over just trying to have fun or just, uh, just trying to get by, but actually being present. And so I really appreciate that song. And how do we find you online? All the regular social media outlets. But it is called Household covers a lot of ground <laughs> we got to find the music of household right uh definitely we have a band camp if you could find blood and inks band camp their website they have all our music up there but we're on spotify and itunes and all the, the regular media outlets i think josh it's been great having a chance to meet with you and talk about the music of household so thanks for joining the antidote have a great and hopefully dry summer yeah thanks so much dave i really appreciate it